addicted to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble on my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in a clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yo, what is up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Rip with your co-host Mike and D. Now boys and girls, get out your fucking Zimbabwe's right now. Throw a little fucking upper decky lippy pillow into the upper gum and get ready for a fire ass pod with the boys. And without further ado, here's my co-host Mike. What is up guys? Another day, another pod. Every Tuesday back at it. We're back at it again with October, a little spooky vibes going on. You know how October is. You get into that purple, that orange, that black kind of vibe setting, and you kind of just want to get scared. You're like into like creepy shit for some reason, even though the days are the same. So good shit with October. So the plan for this pod is me and D are going to go through, talk about some scary stories. I have some where just like personal stories that I've dealt with in terms of like some paranormal shit, and I know D just has like, I think just some... Uh, I think spiritual is the way that he he described it. Yeah, uh, some sort of just like there eerie, is only I, phenomenon. Whenever I was thinking of this, there is one story that came to mind that you and I were both together to experience. Okay, do you remember it? I don't know. You have to remind me. Okay, we'll talk about it later on. <clears throat> but before we get into that, you know the just the basic plan. It's usually I bring up some random shit from the news that I've just been wanting to ask D about for the day. Current events. <laughs> So, did you see how Lil Tay's back? Yeah. <laughs> Lil that, fucking bro, Tay, dude. That shit just legit proved that the entire, like, death hoax thing was uh, just a publicity stunt. Because she knew she was going to come back yeah. in that way. And she wanted to, like, get people talking about her before she came back so it would blow her up even more. She's a smart fucking, like, in, like so- social media mind. Bro. I don't know how she makes the money, though. Because I, I, I don't know. She I think her parents brain. are just rich, too. Really? I think they're both, like, doctors and shit. Wow. Because I think, uh, like, I was just trying to think of, like, how she makes money. Because back in the day, she used to just, just flex. Know, like, flex and troll people. And I guess, like, social media pages would just, like, put ads up on her shit. I like, don't think she originally had money. I think I think her parents literally went to the bank, got, like, a fucking loan of cash, and then they said, let's, like, elicit, blow you like, up. Yeah, let's, like, make our daughter seem like this, like, bitchy fucking human being. Because that's, like, the new trend. At that time, when she blew up, that was, like, the trend. That was, like... Catch me outside, girl. That was like, whoa, Vicky. Like all these stupid fucking, you know, bitches that are doing weird shit. Like yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. the trend. They had no actual talent. They, they were just good at being annoying. Yeah. So Lil Tay's parents idiots. saw that shit. And they probably just said, just flex on this, like on the Instagram with the money and flash it and say, say this, this, that, and this. And they basically just let her on this like trip. She was like, y'all don't know about Lil Tay. Lil Tay got all this bag. I remember her saying shit like that all the she time, was, bro. bro. And I remember she blew up because I remember rice gum fucking roasted the shit out of her. And it was funny because they're both Asian. Oh, so it was, it was, <laughs> like the Asian jokes probably just flew, huh? Yeah, so it was super fucking funny during that era. But did you yeah. see her playing uh, Master of Puppets on that guitar? I saw like the clip. I didn't actually listen to it because I wasn't sure if it was real or it's not. It's legit, bro. She fucking, she played that whole So fucking, she's got talent? Yeah, bro. She played that whole riff. Damn. And she came out with a new music video. I'm telling you, bro, this whole death hoax was just a big publicity stunt because she knew that she was going to come back and try to do a, like a music career. And that's what she's trying to do now. She dropped a new music video after Did this Did you uh, listen to it Fuck at all? No. Fuck no. I'm not going to give her that. I uh, turned it because they had the clips on Instagram. So I was yeah. like, let me hear it. Was it good? It was fucking ass. Was Mike. it horrib- horrid? I know a different rapper that you and I are both... <laughs> We're not fans of him, but we just follow his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local from the valley. 
<laughs> and uh bro his shit's better than hers and that's saying something fuck yeah. that's sad yeah yeah oh, she's just a whole fake fakeness bro don't please let her not get rich like bad baby did we allowed fucking the cash me outside girl to become a millionaire and then she she just had to make it to 18 then she started doing only she's she's smart bro she fucking played everybody yeah she did that dumb thing acted a fool on dr phil realized it got her very popular used that attention to like create a social media status and then created an only fans and instant infinite money glitch yeah exactly fucking crazy <clears throat> oh another thing i wanted to bring up did you see the fucking sphere in vegas bro yeah that looks fucking tight dude i want to go see a concert there that's so an amazing bad. venue for sure can you imagine like edm concerts there, tripping balls off acid and all those lights and shit bro people are gonna have fucking seizures in that goddamn sphere i'm telling you right now just from like the videos that i saw today they must test you for epilepsy before you even enter that yeah i think i don't even think yeah if you go there and you have epilepsy you're definitely fucked you're just dead yeah exactly (laughs) i'm not fucking saving you you knew the precautions we all saw the videos but who do you think would be dope to perform there i'm surprised that they picked you two to be the first people to perform there i like i know you two is very big but i don't know I guess they they did really good though. Like, did yeah. you watch the clips of them? Yeah, I saw like all their stuff that they put in their there. visuals. Yeah. Like that shit looked tight, bro. So they did a great job. I'm not hating on them by any means, <clears throat> but I don't. I know. don't think any rapper could really go in there and do that because oh, they're no, not no, visual no. at all. Yeah. It'd have to be. It'd I would have to be like either else. one of these pop artists or an EDM artist or anybody like that. Oh, dude, uh, what's his name? Steve Aoki. Yeah, he like, would be good. I think. Imagine a fucking cake coming down on you from up top. I think any EDM artist will, they'll, they'll all do great in that Las Vegas sphere. Even if they're not even good, like that sphere is going to help so many artists to where even if they're not good with like their music, the lights alone are such an attraction that people are going to f- vibe with their shit. You know exactly. what I mean? Like even if the music shit, if the ambience is cool and like the vibes are right, you're going to like bob your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So I don't know. I think it's super dope. I, I definitely want to go to Vegas now for that. Is it, de- is it a bucket list item now? Would, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Would you rather go to Vegas and see a UFC fight or go to Vegas and see your favorite artist in the sphere? I don't know because I feel like my favorite artist would let me down on their sort of thing in the sphere. I feel like Logic would do dope on the sphere. He has dope like space visuals and shit. Like he could do really cool shit with the sphere, I feel like. Depending on where he is in his fucking mind. That's what I'm saying is now that he's like he's all like about- a dad and shit. Yeah, he, his thing, maybe back in the day, if this was logic back in like 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. back in that day, sure, he probably would have done some cool shit. Nowadays, though, he's like all about this old school timey vibe. Like, did you know he doesn't even listen to new artists? He just listens to records only now. Really? Yeah. He only puts on a record player and listens to old songs now. Yeah. I think we, we caught logic when he was just so young. Like, we caught him in that like high school era where he was like really like gangster, like fake gangster, you know? And now he's just like real settled down. So yeah, he's doing his thing. You know, he did his shit. Exactly. Um, in other news, that's actually going to kind of lead into the whole scary kind of pod thing. Uh, did you see Saw X came out? Yeah, I did. Dude, we should go watch Saw X. Because that's one I feel like you'd be able to handle because you kind of like the Saw movies. They're not scary. Yeah, they're not really scary. They're more so just like psycho fucking crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, and uh, I went through a bunch of reviews from like diehard Saw, uh, Saw fans. And they're saying this is the second best Saw movie ever. What's the first best? The OG. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. One and two are usually in the one and two. But yeah. the guy that I saw says that this Saw X is better than Saw 2. Really? So 
he said it's one of the best saws that there has came out in a very very long time he said the the traps are fucking crazy in this one like they're they're like like he almost left the theater like but he didn't want to look like a bitch is what he said damn he said they were like gross i'm excited bro because back in the day saw was a little fucking edgy yeah. So now I can only imagine because we push the envelope so much now with uh, just how we develop films and stuff like that, and just whatever is able to be put out. Onto well, everyone's so film. desensitized from violence now that, it's that like for horror movies to actually make an impact on like today's society, they need to do like three hundred times what it was for like the eighteen hundred fuckers. <laughs> for real, right? Because like back in the eighteen hundreds, it was just like only your imagination. Like, oh, like let's tell this little ghost story at the campfire. Now we can see like this fucking demon bug crawling at you on the screen in 4k. Oh. You know what I mean? So dude, before we get into the thing, do you have any more current events? Yeah. Okay, cool. Go for it. Um, I was going to say, I want to watch saw with you. Cause I know you can like handle that for like Halloween, yeah. but I already told my brother, we're going to watch that new exorcist, bro. That movie truly looks like the scariest fucking movie that's came out in the past five years. If you guys haven't seen the the trailer or the previews for the new Exorcist, go watch it like after this podcast, after you're done listening, because that shit looks actually scary. It's <laughs> so, demented, dude. Yeah, bro. So me and, my, me and my brother are going to go watch that for Halloween, and then we already made a plan. We're going to go back and have like a little sleepover together, watch some fucking cartoons to wind out so we don't get nightmares, and then go to bed. See, dude, if I was going to watch that movie, it'd have to go at like... 10 in the morning like it wouldn't be like a night thing no it would have to be it'd have to be daytime <laughs> i have to plan it out like that yeah there's no way because i feel like i have watched a scary movie before like during the day and even though it's still dark in the theater it's the same ambiance knowing that it's like day outside makes me a little more comforted yeah well then <laughs> it like comes down and then i go to bed and my, my day's gone and i forget that i even watched the movie right but if you go like at night at like 10 <laughs> that shit's fresh in your memory right when you're going to bed and you're just like that shit you're gonna have a nightmare like for sure for sure. i'd fuck around and crash my car on the way back dude that's like when we went and saw none bro remember how scared you were driving yes. back i was so fucking afraid i was like We've already brought this up on the pod, but (laughs) for the people that like are maybe listening in to this one for the first time, D is like terrified of like scary movies, but not a scary movie fan. Yeah. But anyway, hype for October. I think it'll be pretty scary one this time around. We'll see. I know that, um, they're done with the Michael Myers movies, uh, whatever the Halloween series. Yeah. That is the one scary movie series that I do like. Whatever company was, uh, got the license for those three films. They're out of their contract. So they sold, I think they, they either sold or they're going to sell the rights to Michael Myers to a new production company and they're going to make a new set of movies. So Michael Myers, that movie franchise will probably never die because it's literally called Halloween. So great movie. I think Michael Myers is a great, uh, evil, I guess, scary type of character. He's not even really scary. He's more so just like demented. See, I like those serial killer motherfuckers. Yeah. Those dudes are crazy and cool. What would you rank like the top three, like, Halloween type of like people like Jason, Freddy, um, I don't know, fucking Slenderman, like those kinds of people. Like, oh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, what's the guy with the knives? Freddy Krueger. Freddy, yeah. Freddy's my personal favorite. I actually really like Michael Myers, bro. Michael this, Myers is cool too. He's superhuman. Like, I, he's just cool because he's literally just like invincible. He's just a big fucking normal human. Yeah. Did you ever like watch the ones where it shows him as like a little kid and like he was all fucking evil in the hospital and shit? Yes. He's crazy, bro. Those movies are genuinely my You think favorite. Michael Myers would fuck up Jason Voorhees? Yeah, bro, probably. I got Jason over Michael Myers, bro. That little fucking kitchen knife ain't gonna do shit against a fucking machete, bro. 
All I know is that people have straight up fucking shot and stabbed Michael Myers through the heart, and then he always just like. It's so hard to compare. It's so hard to compare like power rankings for these kinds of fuckers because they're more more OP than the goddamn Avengers. Because these fuckers <laughs> don't die. They, don't. they never die. I've seen with my own eyes Freddy Krueger get his fucking head chopped off thirteen different times in fourteen different films. And that fucker comes back every Halloween, so they're really? all just invincible. That's what I mean, is, like, in their own respective franchises, they're basically untouchable. Like, there's no way you're ever going to kill them. You ba- you just survive, and you I, get away. I like uh, I like the background story of Freddy's the most. I think his has the most, like, background story yeah. on his character, versus, like, Jason and, like, Michael, they have, like, slight background. They're just kind of, like, demented. Yeah. But I feel like Freddy has, like, they got the school. He was, like a fucking pervert he was like molesting all these children he like they have the song for it where he would like trick them like it's a whole story and like the reason he has like the knife fingers is because he used to finger the little girls with like the knives and shit like that's the whole background of freddy and the reason he's burned like that is because the parents got pissed and they burnt him alive and he was so evil that when he burned alive he turned into a demon holy shit yeah bro the background story of freddy is that he attacks you in your sleep is insane because yeah. you're not, you're not a fucking, uh, you're not safe when you go to bed. Yep. You know how like the other ones, you get to rest a little bit. Because you can never escape sleep. Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool about Freddy. Because he knows you're gonna have to sleep at some point. You can take as many fucking pills to keep you awake as you want. Eventually, you're gonna fucking fall asleep, and I'll kill you. Yep. Exactly. Super tight. All right. Anyway, before um, we before we get into this, bro, we missed a key event that just fucking happened. What? Tupac, his murder. Oh, yeah. We need to cover this shit. Yeah, I completely dude. forgot. So, uh, Tupac's alleged murderer is arrested. Uh, Who does he say? It's Keith, Keithy D or something? Yeah, his real name is... Hold on. I have the article pulled up now. I think it's Keithy D. Yep. His real name is Dwayne Keith Davis. But, yeah, he's known as Keithy D. Yeah, the whole story goes is that... Apparently, he's not the one that actually killed Tupac. No, bro. It was Suge and Diddy and that guy. They're all involved. You think Suge put the own hit out? Oh, Suge is involved in the in the killing, definitely. Wow. 100%. Because he he claims he won't say anything because he's just not a snitch and not a rat and all that shit. But, like, you wouldn't, in a, knowing, like, one of your best fucking friends or your homie died, you wouldn't in a video, like, a few months after his death go on saying how he's still alive and he's Machiavelli and he's doing all this shit. If my actual friend died, I wouldn't be going out on the internet saying that he's still alive. I would be in fucking tears unless I had something involved with that death. True. True, true. To be, uh... That whole, like, Suge, Diddy record label situation is fucked, bro. I think Diddy killed off all of those main fucking owners of his original record label. He's the only fucker of the original that's still alive. Every single other uh, person has died from, like, homicide or poisoning. Yeah. Do you know the backstory, though, as to how the thing actually happened? How Tupac got shot? I know uh, Suge was with him. Yeah, Suge was with him. Apparently, what happened was was that the... So, Keefe D was, like, this big gang fucking... He was a gang leader, apparently. It was after the Mike Tyson fight, right? Yep. Mike Tyson fight happens. and But before the Mike Tyson fight, his uh, nephew... And they're all Crips, right? These guys are associated with the Crips and Suge and Pac are bloods. So what happened was that his nephew disrespected Pac in some way or like stole from his cousin. And so to get uh, to get back at them, they beat the shit out of this dude. Yeah. His, and that was that fight in the nephew. hotel, right? 
Yeah, so he beat the shit out of they beat the fuck out of him, and then he goes back and goes to Keefe D and is like, "Yo, I got beat the fuck out by Suge and uh, Tupac." And Pac, yeah. And so what happens is that they wait, and they said that they were gonna go to this after party afterwards, and Tupac and them just never really weren't there. They were running behind, so they were still at the MGM Grand when after the fight happened. And uh, according to the article, this guy wrote his own book on it too. He said that. They waited there at the after party location at this nightclub in Vegas for Pac to show up and they were gonna, just going to threaten him and fucking do some crazy shit, I guess. <clears throat> but instead, they ended up going to the hotel, realized that they had already left. And what had happened was, was that Suge and Tupac were driving away and, uh, and they pulled up on the beam and they pulled up on the side of him and the nephew in the backseat pulled out the fucking yacht and started fucking shooting at him. Did he try to kill Tupac? Yeah, like it was he like like he was genuinely trying to kill Tupac. And the other people involved didn't know that he was going to kill him. Yeah, they just thought he was going to like scare him. Well, I guess not because in here this guy says he's like he's like they, they were crossed the fucking him, line. Bro. Yeah, he's like he crossed the line. He's like so this is just gang against gang. He's like and if you break that code, he's like what happens is that you get fucking killed. And I feel like Suge is like really about like that gang life. So if someone did kill Tupac right in front of him. You really don't think Suge would have people there on site to help out or something? Or come chase the fucker? That's what I mean, bro. He had to have been involved. Like, Suge would have helped him. What was crazy? Okay. So, the thing that's crazy about this is it's like... The whole backstory of to how this happens is so fucking insane. Because I was even like, damn, they found the murderer of this guy. But, uh... It led me to think, like, what the fuck happened to Biggie? Like, why isn't Biggie's murderer fucking caught or anything like that his happened in more recent time we should have been able to capture this like we should have known you know what i mean so i i actually ended up going to the fbi and getting the records on why is this shit coming out now though that's what i mean all this alien shit all of these random ass things that have been hidden forever dude how long have we been having like conspiracy theories about fucking pox murder and shit and then all of a sudden aliens in mexico we got fucking aliens flying in from here we got pox murder solved like (laughs) jeffrey epstein's are gonna be like all this shit is like getting like unveiled yeah during this time it's It's like really odd it's definitely crazy damn is there something wrong with our wi-fi i don't think so did you see jada posted though she was like all sad yeah for tupac Maybe with them we'll get some answers. She's still... I think Tupac is, like, the actual guy that she, like, actually loved. Yeah, And then Will Smith is just, like, the guy that came afterward. And she's, like, she's happy with him. She kind of settled with him, had a life with him, and children. But deep down, like, her first, like, true, genuine love had to have been Tupac, right? I'm sure. Because, I don't know. That's her fucking dog, bro. But anyway, I went to the FBI files to see uh, what happened with Biggie. I didn't know that it was like a whole cover-up situation. So with the LAPD, they sent out a, uh, they like went to go do an investigation. But what happened was, was that they were able to trace it back to Suge. And then after that, the case goes cold. So Suge's the, like, they were like, yo, like this came back to you. Money trail led back to you. Everything led back to Suge, but everything stops cold at Suge because he never fucking rats. He never says a thing. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Even, See, the if, Tupac, even though he saw that fucker kill Tupac, he never said a thing. See, either because he was involved or he's truly just that fucking gangster. With the Tupac thing, it's less apparent, though. Because Suge's with him and Suge actually catches a bullet in his fucking leg. 
in the thing. So that one, I, I don't believe so much because I wouldn't put myself in harm's way to get fucking <laughs> kill somebody. I would just do exactly what I did to Biggie and just put out a hit. Yeah. I don't know. Suge just has always sketched. Like, have you ever watched the Straight Outta Compton movie? No, I haven't yet. Watch that movie, bro, and you'll see, like, how sketch Suge was. Like, he was the most corrupt fucker during all of, like, the rise of gangster rap. Like, him and Diddy were, like, the evil fuckers, and they're the ones still standing. I'm telling you, bro, they fucking killed everyone from that era. Well, I was just thinking about it because everybody said that uh, Diddy was the one who put out the hit to kill fucking Tupac, but this guy self-proclaims, like, I would never go against <laughs> and put myself How did in- they find out? Like, um, did you ever figure out why all of a sudden we know? Like, what evidence led to this, like, final, like, all right, we found him? So, like, apparently- what, what was the key element that led to this? So, he wrote his book or whatever- but they just got uh, testimony. They were just going based off of testimony from this guy. Uh-huh. And the whole thing was that he's like, I'll tell you the whole fucking story of like what went down. Because he's like, I didn't actually kill him. He's like, but I want like full immunity. Uh, so he's getting immunity. charged for it even though he didn't yeah, kill Yeah, he, he wanted full, full immunity. And so what they did was they basically like tricked this dude into signing this clause where after so many years it runs out. So yeah. So we've known this whole time. Yeah, apparently so. Well, like, it's even just they had to wait for that clause to run out before they could announce it. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. And then this guy claims he's like, uh, Tupac and Bay's deaths were direct results of that code violation and the explosive consequences when the powerful worlds of the streets and entertainment and crooked ass law enforcement collide. Yeah. Because so, this shit don't happen no more, bro. I think yeah. this was like really the birth of gangster rap. So this was the first time, like, <laughs> big entertainment got mixed with hood motherfuckers you know what i mean yeah and like business didn't go well with gangster shit it was like <clears throat> people couldn't handle it <clears throat> the top execs were scared shitless <clears throat> excuse me think of when ice cube went <laughs> and he was pissed at that fucking uh that one manager of that record label for not paying him and so he fucking destroyed the entire office <laughs> with a bat and scared the shit out of him I'm telling you, bro, that shit was a different era. Now people go in in their suits, they sign the contract, then they leave. <laughs> they have to. I mean, gangster shit doesn't fly like that today. Because now if it just, did... They'll no. just be like, oh, we're not going to sign your contract. Yeah, exactly. And then they'd fuck, fuck you, and then they'd shoot him, and then he'd be in fucking jail for murder. Yeah. Nowadays, there's so much... Back like, then, since it was so new, they didn't know how to like work around it. So they were just like, we know that this is popping, and it makes a lot of money, so we're going to just take them on. And then it ended up fucking up everything. The other thing, too, is... The lack of internet in the back back in the day is such a big fucking deal. Because without the internet, now we wouldn't have like half of the names. There's so many new and upcoming artists that, oh, whatever, cool. You don't want to sign. I don't really give a fuck. There's going to be five more of you like yeah. in the next year. Damn. That shit's crazy though. It is. Rest in peace, Tupac. I think that fucker's dead. I don't think he's alive still. Nah, bro. He definitely died. So those people that think he's still alive, I don't believe in that. But I do think his death was fucked up. Uh, what do you think is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Because you don't really watch scary movies that much. So, like, what's the one to you where you're like, that was it for me? Like, that was the scariest shit I've ever seen. I don't know. I Because we watched The Exorcist one night with you and Caden, and I did not think that was scary. Most people say that's the scariest fucking movie they've ever seen. Oh, the OG OG one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, parts in it that are weird. It's not too scary just because, like we were saying earlier, it's really old. So yeah. back in the day, that shit was probably, like, insane. But nowadays, it just doesn't really hold a candle compared no. to, like, the shit that we see. But I still think it's creepy. 
And the fact that a movie that old is still creepy to me today shows that it must have been really fucking scary for people back in the day. Because I've brought up The Exorcist 2 to like my mom's boyfriend, like that older generation. Yeah. And they said like when they were younger and that movie came out, that shit was like the scariest thing like ever. Yeah. So. I don't Real quick. <clears throat> have you seen the... Well, let me just ask you this. How often do you think about the Roman Empire, Mike? <laughs> Truly? Truly. Like, no bullshit, no TikTok trend, like, none of this shit. I'd say, like, legit, like, once or twice a week. I said fucking three times a week. Because I bring up random shit all the time about, like, the Egyptians, and I'm always like, bro, do you realize, like, the Romans did this and that? Like, I always just, like, randomly bring it up. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think we're a little late to that trend, but I I would definitely say... We uh, definitely are. We're a few weeks behind, but I was just, like, once I started, like, reading this shit, I was like... Apparently, it's a common thing amongst men. Like, no girl ever really thinks of it. And I just wondered, why do you think that is? I don't know. It must just be, like, a natural instinct that, like, something about, like, I don't know, that old style of just, like, fighting and, like, grit, like, speaks to us, I guess. It's, like, interesting to us because we're so far away from that now. Now we just wake up. We got our bed. We got our food given to us. Like, everything's We're just kind of pampered. So it's interesting to think, like, damn the way I think about it is I think back and I'm like, those were the real motherfuckers that like started the world. <laughs> like if it wasn't for them, we would have shit. So that's yeah. why I, I think about them so much. Cause if it wasn't for like their ways and their teachings, we wouldn't have clean water. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have fresh water through aqueducts. All the shit that the Roman empire like did to establish like the modern world has made us like actually like who we are today. The one thing that I was <clears throat> thinking about while I was doing this was, um, Basically, I was like, the Roman Empire is such a big contrast. Because on one hand, they have the Colosseum, where it's just fucking brutality. That shit was dope. The Colosseum back, that's just our modern day fucking boxing and UFC fights, bro. It's the same shit. It's just back then, they were like, let's fight these fucking tigers and see people like die. Yeah. So it's a big extreme, right? But then on the other hand, you have people like Marcus Aurelius, who are putting out these fucking stoic thoughts, where it's just like... This is man and this is what it is and this is the social construct of this. Like these guys were such high level thinking that it's crazy to me that there'd be so much polarity within the two. Yeah. Well, Roman Empire was the first time like like you said there was like stoics and people that just thought. There was pe- they were established enough to where they can kind of just be philosophers and think. They didn't have to worry about where's my next meal? Oh, we got to go conquer and kill these fuckers and take their gold. They were like, "Damn, we kind of control most of this world. Like, let's chill and Let's figure out why we're here. Let's stop fighting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. And it's then, just interesting because they're not even some of the first. Like we have Aristotle and all these other guys like in Greek times too, even further back before then. Greek and Romans, I think of them as like, they're both just like so important. It's insane how many ideas actually come from both of those times. Because then I started thinking about like Julius Caesar. Like imagine going in and people thinking that you're getting too much power and they fucking stab you. Your own committee stabs you. The president walks up into a building and is just like, Joe Biden walks in and he's like, pizza. And then fucking the next person just. They got sick of it, bro. They were like, this guy is not doing shit. That's kind of probably how they are with Biden. Like, bro, we need to just fucking, we need to like expedite this fucking process that's already in motion. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably why we don't have to kill them. They just die off anyway a couple years later. That's why they haven't really tried the whole impeach shit. I think they're low-key were just holding out that that fucker would croak. Which is crazy, though. But that dude made it to the whole term, bro. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, too. It's crazy, man. That's fucking wild. 
Anyway, let's get on to the spooky shit. Enough uh, current events for y'all. All right. Do you want to go first or you want me to go? I think my scariest movie is The Nun. The Nun? I think my scariest movie... Or fucking... Um, what's the one that's in that same series? The very first Annabelle one? What is it called? Just Annabelle or Conjuring? The Conjuring. Yeah, Conjuring is up there for me. I would say... Like, the scariest movie I think I've ever seen is that Megan is Missing. Like, that bootleg, like, weird shit. Oh, that thing is fucking intense. Movies that, like, aren't, like, made, like, by theater companies or, like, production companies. They're just made by, like, knockoff bootleg shit. Those are the scary actual fucking movies. Or, like, those weird, like, any Japanese horror film, like, that's, like, actual scary shit that'll fucking, like, eat you alive. Especially because you can't even understand it. And what do you think's the scariest video you've seen? Scariest video? Just, like, just video. Because I've seen some fucking dark shit on youtube bro like just going down the rabbit hole of just like weird creepy shit i don't know one time bro you know how i like i pass out i usually uh, i watch youtube and i kind of yeah, just yeah. pass out one time i woke up in the middle of the night and my youtube auto player went to like some weird fucking like scary ass like video compilation yeah, yeah, yeah like while i was asleep and then i woke up in the middle of the night it was like three and right when I looked at my TV, it was right at that moment in the video where it shows like this scary ass fucking pop up. So I like just randomly woke up in the middle of the night and I looked at the TV and I saw that scary ass pop up and my fucking heart dropped, bro. That was the scariest thing I'd seen in a while. Honestly, the ones where they do the like documentary series and they're like, this person was last seen. And they have like that scary just that little ominous ambience. voice. Yeah, that ominous voice and the scary fucking music yeah. in the background. And then it shows the fucking goat fucking person coming for them. And this, the dude's just like, ah, ah. And he's fucking screaming in a different language. Do you remember that one that we watched, D, where it was that guy in that truck. And there was that weird ass lady in that like white. Yeah. And she was just like fucking running at him. Yeah. What do you think that legit was? Do you think that was like a fake like thing to try to scare that dude? Or do you think that was some weird ass fucking creature in some weird Russian land? Uh, it might. I don't know, dude. That shit scared me when I saw that video. That's one of the scariest videos I've seen, too. Oh, my God. That is fucking terrifying. <laughs> or the one with the Amish people where the dude fucking goes and they were like, remember? Bro, or that one where that guy turns the corner on that dirt road and all those fucking guys in those black suits and briefcases yeah. just run out of the fucking, like, grass. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I'm talking that about. That might be, like, just the most weird. Like, I have goosebumps right now. Just yeah. fucking talking about that video, I gotta video, fucking dude. chill down my spine, bro. <laughs> that video is just so weird, bro. Because that reminds me of just, like, as if we were in, like, San Luis. Like, in those back roads and just yeah. turned a random road. What if that happened, bro? Me and you were in San Luis cruising, like, in your truck, and we saw that shit. I'd mow them all down, those, bro. All those people run out, and they all looked the same. That's what's fucking crazy. I'm going to link that video, guys, to the Instagram post when I drop this pod, because that video is actually fucking terrifying. It's <laughs> scary. So, yeah, all right. Anyway. I, I'm mowing them down, bro. If we're in the truck, I'm not fucking stopping. I'm just... For real. Because it wasn't even like there was like four or five guys that looked identical. There was like brief- 20 or 30 of those like, fuckers. It was a cult, bro. That was like some sort of weird cult fucking like trial I'm not or something. doing that shit. No. <laughs> yeah, bro. What are your thoughts on like cults and shit, bro? Like that shit exists. Like yeah. there's witches and shit like that. Like remember that uh, picture I showed you of those fucking two witches that ate that fucking elk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. That Damn. shit's just like I can't believe there's people I don't know. that I don't do know. that shit. Cults are crazy because it's like, it always starts off as like a religious thing. 
they always say like, "Oh, I'm the next coming god" or something, and then they end up like convincing them to do some crazy shit. It and like that's where they time those cults wrong. they just remind me of like Children of the Corn. Yeah, like that whole vibe of that movie. It's just like fucking ugh, so god weird. Damn. If y'all have ever tried the Snapple fucking lemonades, those things are goddamn acid. That's how come Mike and I are fucking <laughs> clearing our throats every second because a layer of my esophagus is burned off with each sip. Yeah. If you guys know, if you guys have ever had Snapple, that shit has to be drinking ice cold because <laughs> if it's anything below subarctic temperature, that shit just burns through your esophagus. For real. It's so bad. <clears throat> but all right. I'm going to go into like one of my real stories though. Okay. So, the first one, I think, like, the most legit, like, form of where I feel like I've been involved with a paranormal activity is at my Aunt Vicky's house. My Aunt Vicky's house is legitimately fucking, like, haunted, bro. Like, no bullshit. So, like, ever since I was a little kid, I would go and stay there because I'd chill with my cousin uh, Nathan and JoJo. I'd stay there on the summer for, like, a couple weeks. And I loved going and staying there because I, like, had fun with my cousins. But I would always be scared to go. Like, you can even ask my mom. Like, I would always be like, Mom, I, like, I don't want to stay at Aunt Vicky's. Can they just, like, come and stay at our house because I'm so scared of it? And she'd just be like, oh, no, you'll be fine. But I was always scared of it. Anyway, so during this time, like, when I used to go, I was, like, pretty young. Yeah. Uh, My cousins, Nathan, they had these two little brothers. They're identical twins. They're my cousins, uh, Kenny and Gabriel. Yeah. At that time, they were really little, like, I'm talking, they're watching like little Einsteins. They have like their little tiny. So they're probably like three or four. Yeah, like young, young, like little kids. And they always used to just like talk about like this like ghost like named Sarah in the house and shit that they would like play with and stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you at this time? I was like in elementary. Like, do you remember what grade? Like second, third? Like fifth. Like about to go into middle school. Oh, wow. Like, so like I, I, so you were I know kind of like shit. getting older. It's not know? like as if I'm like just bullshit. Like I saw all this shit. Okay. Um, anyway, my uncle Joey, um, that's like their dad. So one night we were staying there and that next morning we were there eating breakfast and he, br- he brought it up. He was all, Nathan, what were you doing in the middle of the night? Like watching TV down here. And I looked at Nathan. I was like, when? what what do you mean and my cousin was like yeah dad we yeah me and mikey just stayed in the room we we never went and watched tv last night he's all i went downstairs and there was this little boy just like sitting in the living room watching like just staring at the tv with nothing on and my uncle joey said he's all i even yelled at you i was all nathan go to bed what are you doing it's late and he said that he just looked at my uncle and then left but apparently it wasn't my cousin it was something else it wasn't either the little boys either? Mm-mm. It wasn't my little cousins either. Holy shit. Yeah, bro. That shit's wild. And there was one night when I was staying there. I remember this so vividly, dude. Because me and my cousin Nathan, would we would just share the same bed. And I remember one night I woke up and I was like, I just, do you ever just like wake up randomly in the middle of the night? Yeah. I woke up randomly in the middle of the night. And I remember I looked over. And my cousin Nathan also woke, like woke up. So like we both kind of just were like laying there and then we both kind of just like woke up and like looked at each other in the middle of the night. And I was like, I felt like weird. And I remember looking at like the doorway and no bullshit, bro. I saw this little fucking girl in this like white dress. I remember clear as day. And I remember grabbing my cousin Nathan and I was like, Nate, I was like, do you see this shit? And I was shaking. and I was literally holding him. We were fucking shaking. And he's all, 
like he saw it too and we were both just there scared shitless bro like in the bed like scared and then eventually we just we just were scared the whole fucking night and it just disappeared and but later that night um there was a glass on like the side uh countertop in the kitchen and we heard that fucking glass go fly and fucking shatter in the middle of the night and that next morning my aunt and uncle saw the glass on the ground damn and my um my little cousins, they always would get scared in the middle of the night and they would go upstairs to my aunt and uncle's room because the way it worked, they had like an add on to their house. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so the the little uh, my little cousins stayed on the bottom of the add on. That was like their bottom floor. And then they, they were right at the base of the stairs to just go upstairs if they got scared to go with like my aunt and uncle. And one time they got scared. And I remember they were telling the story that next morning how they were going to go up and they went to look at the top of the stairs and they saw this big man with feathers on his head like an Indian at the top of the stairs and they said they got scared and ran away and if you ever meet my auntie I'll have her vouch for this but like four or five separate occasions like while my aunt and uncle are on the bed the bed has lifted off of the ground and shook and like thrown them off the bed Fuck that, dude. Time to move. I don't give a fuck. They, well, here's like the next part of the story, too. Like, my aunt has blessed that house twice. Yeah. With a priest. And my aunt doesn't live there no more. She lives with, um, she has a new boyfriend now and they live in New Mexico somewhere else. But that shit has followed my aunt. Like, shit's like starting up again at this new spot where my aunt is. So, whatever that fucking thing is, it's attached to my auntie. Your aunt needs to go to the fucking. And she knows it too. Like, like she needs to fucking find a priest. If you're ever with me, bro, and any of my cousins from my mom's side are there, I'll tell, I'll, I'll have them fucking vouch. Like, I'm not even bullshitting. Bro. I'd be fucking so terrified, Mike. I'm gonna give your aunt some shit, bro. Dude, it's so. I got scary. some shit from the Vatican that'll probably protect her. New Mexico know. is just a scary place, dude. For real. And I don't know. I think my aunt must have done some weird shit because I don't know why it's targeting her. But also. Another scary story I had was, this is also in New Mexico. All these are in New fucking Mexico, bro. But my grandma Trujillo's house. Yeah. So my uncle Bobo lives right in that area. You know Ojo Caliente, right? Yes. Like my grandma and grandpa would live there. And then just like one mile in like some other direction, my uncle Bobo lived because he just worked on the farm or whatever with like my grandpa. But anyway, one time my uncle Bobo was like just digging around and he found this fucking like headdress of like like this Indian headdress and he brought it back with him and that's when weird shit started happening at my grandma's so my little si- I think I've told you this story before but you know my little sister Danielle how she's always like been like an artist like she likes yeah. to draw and stuff <clears throat> so my uncle did all that shit and then I remember one time me and my little sister Danielle and my mom we took a trip up to New Mexico to go see my grandma and my little sister she drew my grandma like this like just you know just like a cute little picture for her. it was like i love you grandma with like a heart and like a picture of her with like my grandma yeah and my grandma framed it and hung it up real nice and put it in the living room yeah yeah yeah. and my grandma called us like two days or whatever after we had visited and said that in the middle of the night uh that picture that my sister drew and my grandma hung up on the wall it wasn't by any windows or anything. It was like high up, bro. Like no no draft could have grabbed it or nothing. Yeah. My grandma said the frame flew off the wall and broke and then cracked. Cracked the frame. Holy it was shit. That next morning she went to get coffee in the morning and the picture was broke. Oh, 
and this one I I didn't physically see this, but this is just a story that my my late grandma told me happened. And mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna call my grandma a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair All right. Enough, right? You you guys can make that whole <laughs> opinion up on your own, but my grandma wouldn't lie to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> one one night so my gra- my grandma always stays in this like little rocking chair in her house where you see the tv and then you can see the two windows in front of her for anyone that like pulls into the driveway so she always knows when someone comes right yeah and it was a snowy night it was like winter and my grandma loved watching wwe she said she was watching wwe one night it was like late and she saw a man walk up like from the window she saw a man walk up to the front door and knock and so my grandma got up went open the door but my grandma swears she opened the door and there was no one there and it was it had just snowed it was fresh snow yeah there was no footsteps walking towards the door so somebody had like she saw some my grandma saw a man walk up to her door knock my grandma got up opened the door there was no one there and no footprints towards the door Damn. My grandma swears that she always sweared that that story was true. Bro. Damn, that's crazy. New Mexico is a scary fucking place, bro. New Mexico is scary. Just old places in general, man. Places that have a lot of history are the places where I'm like, I don't know if I want to stay here. I'll say after 2013, brand new bill, fucking Holiday Inn. Thank you very much. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I never liked staying the night in New Mexico. With any of my mom's side of the family. Because I just was so scared sleeping there. Yeah. And there was like no like TV and shit. So when you had to go to bed, you couldn't like get on the internet and shit. You had to just be in pure darkness. Scared (laughs) shitless. You know what I mean? (laughs) With just your thoughts. Just your thoughts, bro. Do you have any, bro? Yeah. Oh, tell me that story that me and you were together. Oh, okay. So Mike and I, I don't know how we were out so late, but it was like two in the morning. Do you remember this? When we, we went and hung out, it was like a winter maybe like november evening i want to say winter but it was cold did we go like drink or did we go we must have gone and done no we didn't drink because it was just you and i that hung out and we met people in alamosa did we go to a basketball game i think we went and did something in alamosa mm-hmm. and then you and i just stayed out and just fucking dicked around somewhere else but anyway i came because we met at the school okay or your car was at the school for some reason so you dropped me off at the school yeah so i remember pulling up and you and i were just there shooting the shit Doing the fucking, remember listening yeah. to music and bopping and shit, just talking. And then all of a sudden we were like, we saw this fucking computer light turn on and we were like, what the fuck? We were like, was that shit on before? Yeah. And you and I, we were both like, I don't know, maybe it's just like random. And then when we brought it up, another one turned on, remember? Yeah. Like and right all, when we brought it up. And then, then they all started, then they all fucking lit up <laughs> and we were like, bro, I'm getting fucking chills thinking about it now. But I remember sitting in my car and being like, holy fuck. And then remember we were like, what the fuck? And then shit started like moving within the building. Like somebody was in there moving around in the central office. And we were both like, holy fuck, bro. We need to get the Didn't fuck Didn't we out see someone like by the trailer too? Yes. That's the thing. Like, and we thought it was like a witch or something. Huh? Yeah. We were like these fucking witches. We were like, it's the witching hour. Mind you guys, it's at a, a school, at a public school at like 2 a.m. All these lights, one light comes on and then me and D acknowledge the light. And then right when we acknowledge it, all the other lights turn on and then all of a sudden we start seeing shit moving around and then we start seeing a fucking like human-like figure by the fucking basketball court. And yeah. when that happened, me and D, I was like, I, what happened? I think I jumped in my fucking car and it was winter, like D said. So my whole, my whole windshield wasn't, yeah. I couldn't see. It was all had ice on it. 
but I was so shitted, I fucking rolled down my side window and I drove the whole way home with my head out the window. I remember that because I was like, text me when you get fucking home. That was the one time I've ever been like, bro, you need to let me when let me know when you get home and you're in bed. Safe. I was so shitted that night when I like parked and then I had to like go into my house, dude. Same. <laughs> so I think I was on my mom's car. I, I don't think I had the truck yet. I think yeah. I was on my mom's vehicle. No, that shit. Ugh. This is one thing though that when you were telling your story about your cousins, I don't know why this why it made me just think of kids. Bro, I kid you fucking not. So you know how my mom has been a teacher at the Lahara Elementary for fucking umpteen years. Her ass needs to Has she already. seen some shit? I've experienced some shit. I for- completely forgot about this. Do you remember that story too? I don't want to interrupt you. This will be real no, quick. No, no, no. Go oh, for the, it. About that like quarter. Some janitor from the high school would always talk about it, about how he was there late at night cleaning the school and a quarter came rolling mm. from the hallway and rolled all the way, turned to the corner, went right towards him and then spun out right in front of him and then fell. Yeah, I do remember that. If that happened to me, dude, I'd quit. I'm leaving the school. I'm not finishing my fucking job in there, dude. I am running and screaming out of that school, and then I'm saying, I'll clean it tomorrow morning. For <laughs> like, real. You got to have nerves of steel to just be like, it's all good, and then just keep fucking yeah. mopping. But sorry, what were you going to say? Sorry. No, so I remember this now. I was a, I was a senior in high school, but my mom... uh she used to go, like, she used to work at the school late as fuck. I don't know why. She's dumb like that. Like, for, like, to make lesson plans and stuff? Yeah, yeah. She, so she like, was how like, late are we talking? Like, I'm talking, like, like enough eight? to where it's dark. Like, 8 p.m.-ish, like, in the school? I think we stayed there till 10 at one point. That's kind of creepy, was the night. dude. Yeah. So, my mom and I, were just in her room. And in her room, it's nice because it's the addition to the school. It's the newest addition. Right, yeah. The, to the, it has in, the lights. And her second, you can just dip from the building. Right yeah, there. you remember her second grade? That's where we parked, right there was on that side door. Right. So anyway, we were there doing stuff in the room and she's like, hey, I just sent these like copies down there where you get them, staple them all. She's like, and then bring them back. And I was like, oh, sure. No problem. I head down to the copy room. You know, the teacher's lounge. Were all the lights on in the whole school? No, 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 no. So it's dark the whole way. But I'm like, because my mom's like, you need to turn on the lights. You want me to go with you? And I was like, I'm not a fucking pussy. Because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't believe in it, bro. I don't believe in that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, if a spirit's gonna get me, it's gonna get me, and I'm gonna go to church and I'm gonna fucking repent and I'm gonna have the priest put holy water on me. I can be saved. Yeah, yeah. So, I was going, <clears throat> and I remember going, and I was just in the fucking copy room, and you know how that door leads out onto the stage where the gym is. Excuse me, that door was open when I got there, and I was stapling the things quiet as can be. Like I'm not. Like, I don't have my phone with me or, like, music on or anything. So, it's, like, quiet. It's silent. Yeah. So, it's, si- it's You just hear me stapling stuff. and like That's, more, like, eerie, dude. More copies are coming out that my mom's sending. And then, all of a sudden, bro, I hear the fucking basketball. Like, a basketball start dribbling. And I was, like, the fuck? So, I peek my Did head Did you look out. towards the gym? Yeah. I legit got out the thing. And I was, like, who the fuck's here? So, that I look outside, outside the teacher's lounge. And you, you know how the curtains are open for the stage? Yeah. I looked out there. There's nothing out there. There's Do no you see door. The ball? Uh, no, there's no ball or anything. Cause you can see, cause those big ass windows are on the top of the gym. Those fucking black ones. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And they, they let the moonlight shine through. So I can see the gym floor and I'm like, all right, maybe I'm just imagining shit. So I go back. I continue to keep going, bro. And I swear to fucking God, I heard somebody laugh. And then I was like, I immediately sat there and I was like, holy, I'm, I was like, like what, what did it sound like? Like imitate it. It was like a little kid, like, like a little kid, like, like, like <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Like, just real, like, playful and cheery. 
It That's was like, even scary. Ah, like, yeah. And I was, so I just sat there and I was like, I'm fucking with myself. Did you I run? had to convince myself. No, this is when I fucking ran, bro. Was when the door that had been open the entire fucking time slammed shut. That was when I ran. From like the draft or what? I have no idea, bro. It could have been a draft. It could have been something and you like ran that. back to your mom's room? Dude, I grabbed those fucking copies, stapled or not. And I walked into my mom's room and I was like, we need to leave mom. I was like, I swear to God, something just happened there. My mom, because she believes, like she subscribes to this. Well, y'all, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, she was like, she's like, our time's up. She's like, ghost is pissed. And I was like, what? Yeah, and that's when my mom was like, no, there's a definitely a ghost in here. She's like, I don't like to stay past certain times. And I was like, She's like, I only stay if like somebody's with me. Fuck no. So that was when I left. Schools are the scariest place to be at night when no one's there. Yeah. Cause schools, you only ever imagine them packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you go to a school at night and you're the only one in the whole building, there's just some weird like spatial vibe that fucking is eerie with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. That's actually crazy, bro. That shit fucked me up for a minute. That's an actual experience. I thought you said you didn't have any. I didn't remember it until now. And then I was like, holy shit. I was like, I totally forgot that that happened. Because other than that, it's always like, like Mike had said, they were spiritual experiences that I had had. And what I mean by spiritual is like, they're not bad. They're not like ghosty where it's like somebody's haunting me or scaring me or like doing shit to fuck with me. Did this one seem like mean? This one seemed like a little bit like get the fuck out. Like, like it was like a warning. I almost felt like. Do you think it like... It was like a kid that used to go to school there and like fucking died in the school or something, bro. I don't know. I don't. If you ever go in the school, there's an underground tunnel system too underneath that elementary. Yeah, you've been in it. Uh, I've been down to like where the tunnel begins, but I've never. How like scary does that fucking? Thing it's look? scary as fuck, Mike. That it's, looks probably that probably has to be the scariest thing in that school. Bro. Like imagine fucking the tunnels. Is through. it just like dirt tunnel? It's not a, it's concrete. So it's barely enough to where you can like crawl through, not crawl, but you're kind of like shoulder to shoulder with the concrete and there's like little lights. It's like as if What's you lead you to though. It just goes to like other parts of the school. So you can get to like boilers and stuff to turn on the heaters in the school. And that's how they do it. The school's so scary, bro. That's elementary school is older than shit, dude. You know how long that school has been there? Dude, I'm so glad they painted over the wildcat thing because whenever I used to walk past that, that was the only thing that scared me to death. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. Yeah. But now beyond that, spiritual stuff, like I've had, I've woken up from like, uh, so there's this one dream, dude. And my grandma had passed away uh, uh, whenever I was a junior and about like maybe five months later or so, it was like a, a time had passed. But I, it was getting to the point where I was like, I, I don't know why, but I was just like so like upset about the whole thing that had happened. And uh, dude, I I was just, I fell asleep one night and then as I'm dreaming, like I actually, I don't even want to explain the dream because my mom thinks that somebody can fucking like see it. She's like, it's a spiritual experience. Somebody can see it. So crazy thing. But like Leilani, Eric's uh, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. She can like see shit like that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like she's actually done, or? Like according to my mom, like she's done some stuff with my mom and it has some validity to her. I'd have to see her predict this dream in order for me to be a true believer and then I'll fucking like. So you're saying like one day Leilani might actually randomly pull up on you and describe this dream to you? Yeah. And you're just waiting for that? Like, I'm moment? waiting for that fucking moment, bro. But anyway, it's about my grandma. 
bro, when I say I woke up in a cold sweat and I was just like, holy shit. It was so vivid, Mike. I can still see it to this day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it always like shocks me. I haven't had anything like that happen to me in a long time. I always just get like, maybe like little glimpses or like little things in my life like that. They're like some, like somebody's watching me or like something's going for me yeah, or yeah, something's yeah. good's happening for me. Like someone's watching over you. Kind of yeah, thing. exactly. Like a guardian angel. Yeah. That's sometimes what I feel like it is. But I, to this day, like that was the only thing that actually frightened me and actually shook me like to my core. And it, it was like a comforting thing kind of. Well, that's the thing is it's not comforting. It's it scary? spiritual. It's not even scary. It, it's scary in the fact like because I'm, I was going to, I'm going to tell you a story after this. that's kind of similar and I'll explain it to you after off the, like off the mic for real. Okay. I'll tell you about it off the mic, but, uh, it's just very like personal. I wouldn't say it's very, per- I want her to see if she can like, Oh, if, I see. It, like if she sees it, I will believe in her and I will never fucking doubt anybody else like that. Yeah. 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 So it's just kind of like, uh, yeah. Just like a little thing. I guys. haven't even told my mom. I don't even think. I think Arian's the only one that knows. Really? Yeah. And all the loyal listeners. I'll, well, they didn't get to hear the story, but shit. Yeah, dude. Some crazy <laughs> so just me shit. And Arian will know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Because my mom will tell. My mom will tell Leilani. For real. I think Ace knows too. I've told Ace before. See, bro, it's really interesting that you bring up that kind of story because the next one I was gonna tell is the only story that I have from a personal experience that it's not scary. It's like a spiritual one. Yeah. It's like a comforting one. I remember being very young and I never slept at like my grandpa Ortega's house. You you remember where my, uh, like my old grandpa Ortega's house, right? Like where my dad's like buried in like, uh, yeah, yeah, field, yeah, yeah, like yeah. in like just the goonies where we, yeah, we, where we went back. Like, yeah. Yeah. I so by there. that house, I never slept there cause it was always like creeped me out. But I remember one time. Um, my cousins were there, like my cousins, JR, my cousins, Brenny. So they were all there. So I went and I stayed with them and I wanted to, you know, hang out with my cousins and they were staying the night there. And so I was like, all right, I'll stay the night, whatever. But it might be fun. I just like never stayed the night there. It was always just like, ugh, I never wanted to. And I remember like, we finally, like, I was like, you know, when you're so anxious cause you're sleeping in a place where you don't really want to sleep, but you can't, you can't. It's wind. not really like comfort. You can't comforting. wind down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like when everyone else does fall asleep and you're the only one still awake, you feel kind of like weird. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, fuck, I just want to go to bed so I can like, I don't want to be Crash like the only the one awake. Out. Yeah. And I was already like kind of scared from like being there anyway because I didn't want to sleep there. And then like the main people that I came to see, like were, they fell asleep on me. So I was like, fuck, dude, I'm going to have to just, I'm stuck here. I'm, st- <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm trapped here. So I like tried to like close, close my eyes and like wind down and go to sleep. And I was just like, wasn't feeling it. It was like pure darkness. I'm like kind of scared. And I was just like, really just like not feeling good. And then I remember just like all of a sudden I felt like a very like comforting, like almost like embrace around me. I've never really told anyone this story either. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt like a really warm, like embrace around me and like all of like the anxiousness and like fear that I had from sleeping there, like disappeared bro and i like to this day i truly think like that was like my dad because oh. my dad died in there yeah, yeah, yeah in that house so i think to this day like that was like my dad like loki like getting rid of like my fears and shit yeah coming to come for you because huh? he was 
I mean, that's where he died, so he must have maybe had some sort of, I don't know, connection to some there. sort of like anchor at in yeah. that house, and he, something maybe caught wind that I was scared. I don't know. I'm not too much of like the a, supernatural world is really I'm, crazy. Yeah, I'm not too much of like a super like religious or spiritual or like you know what I mean. I'm not really yeah, yeah. like like that, but that time like it was like weird. I I thought that I think that was my pops, bro. Yeah, you have to somewhat subscribe to some sort of like believing in spirit in general. Because then I don't know what believing goes. Because why else would all that shit just like instantly like go away for no reason? For real, I like I don't know. I really have no other explanation. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you, man. That's what it. That's what I'm telling you is like sometimes shit like that happens and you're just like it's inexplainable of like what you go through that you're just like. Holy shit, nobody else will ever believe me and this will never happen again. And it's things like that where like I have like a slight like hope that like maybe when we die we do go and fucking yeah. see our past loved ones again, you know? Yeah. But we'll never know until it's our time. For real. But I have, it's uh, nice to hope. Yeah. It is nice. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say I uh, looked up some interesting ghost stories about where we're from. So this is from the, in the valley. Yeah, this is the Alamosa News that reported this. Apparently, these are all self-sent in stories. So uh, basically, this dude wrote this article by his name's Luke Lyons. Uh huh. And this was oh, this was posted almost eleven months ago. So about a year ago. Yeah, relatively. Yeah, re- recent. So these are all people that wrote into the Valley Career about like ghost stories that they had had or like spiritual experiences that they had encountered. The Valley is considered very like. Like There's some weird too. energy, bro. Like, a lot of people consider it like a ghost like city, like a ghost valley. Yeah. Uh, there's just... There's some creepy shit sometimes. Well, there's always, like, weird shit that happens. Like, those people eating people and stuff. Like, like San Luis is, like, a haunted fucking place, bro. Some crazy shit's gone down there. Yeah. Murders, oldest, like, so much bad shit has happened there. It's the oldest town in Colorado. So can you imagine some of the can you imagine some of the shit that's gone down there, bro? Old town in Colorado, dude. yeah, but we don't know about, dude. Crazy. But anyway, uh, this is the story of this one. He titled it "Something Under the Bed." Uh, this is just sent in by somebody from our local town, but it said, "My mom's oldest sister was known for shaking her legs before falling asleep. One night, her and my mother were staying the night with my great grandmother. In the middle of the night, the bed began to shake furiously." My aunt, however, was fast asleep. It surely could not have been her legs making the bed shake. My mom heard a cat screech under the bed as it shook. She clasped her hands tightly together and began to pray. The bed stopped shaking and my mom could no longer hear the cat. It wasn't the first time that the noises were heard uh, under a bed in the house. My grandpa owned an acoustic guitar, which he stored under the same bed. One night, the guitar began to play on its own. In another instance, my grandma and my grandpa were staying at the same house. There was a picture encasing glass of Jesus in a garden above the bed. Suddenly in the night, the picture fell, yet the glass did not shatter. Later, my grandpa said a cold pair of hands grabbed his feet in the night. All these bizarre incidents could occurred in the same room. My feet get grabbed by something cold, bro. I'm, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. This is another cool... I, I skim these. I just tried to find ones that I thought were interesting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this one's called A Beast in the Basement. My mom spent, a night at, spent the night at a friend's house uh, when she was a teenager in Antonito. 
which is another neighboring town by where we live. It's about maybe 15 minutes from where I live. Yeah. From where uh, we actually like live. Yeah. Her friend's older sister was babysitting. My mom's friend and her sister got into a fight. Her sister got mad and sent my mom and her friend to the basement. The basement was sectioned. There was one single light in one of the sections of the basement, barely giving off any light. The girl sat on the bed in the dark when an eerie feeling swept across the room. The light cast a shadow on the wall in front of them. Suddenly, a large shadow of a horned creature lurked over them. In the valley? (laughs) Yeah, dude. The girls looked at each other in terror, then sprinted upstairs. My mom's friend, my mom's friend's older brother re- had returned home. He and the older sister took the family dog downstairs after hearing the girl's tale. Once in the basement, the dog began to bark and growl and snarl. The hair on the back of its neck began standing straight up. They didn't see anything down there, despite the dog acting frantic. To this day, my mom said she doesn't know what she saw. She only says it looked like the devil. In Antonito? Yeah. Bro, that's interesting you bring it up because think of the story of the Golden Nugget in Antonito. What's the story of the Golden Nugget? How everyone says that the devil was there. Oh, yeah. (gasps) Bro, is that this one? Let me see. A dance uh, with a devil in Conejos County? Is it in the Golden Nugget? It doesn't say the Golden Nugget specifically, but it says... It was a pregnant lady, right? It says a woman was dancing the night away during Lent in Conejos County. Suddenly, a handsome man appeared. No one at the dance knew the man. Super handsome, apparently, when he came in. Yeah. He approached the woman and asked for her dance. She did not know him, but he was so handsome, she couldn't refuse. And she said he had a tail. The two danced for hours. Suddenly, the man turned away and left. As he walked away, the woman gazed down at his feet. She was horrified. Oh, what she saw horrified her. Instead of a pair of shoes or human feet, she saw two hooves, much like those of a goat. She fled the dance in horror. The man was never seen again. Yeah. I've heard I've heard that story from multiple people. Even my uncle, bro, who lives in New Mexico and would only come down and dance at the Golden Nugget, like when he would visit my dad, said that he's seen some like weird shit and heard that story. He's even heard that story. Damn. So if that's the same person that that person is referring to in that other story, maybe that fucking the fucking devil just lives in Atnito. Damn. Do you know where Leadville is? Mm-mm. So Leadville, if you go past Buena Vista is where Leadville is. So you have to go basically, you know how we take the back road yeah, back home? So you know how we basically, when we turn right and we go up through the mountains, instead of going turning right there, you just keep going straight Okay, on uh, from 285. I, can't, yeah. I forget what the hell it's called. But anyway, that's how you get to Leadville. So anybody that knows where Leadville is, this story will kind of make sense. But this is called the Ouija board in the pantry. My mom lived with some friends in Leadville after she graduated from high school. She and her roommates, along with some friends, decided to play with an Ouija board one night. Mm-mm. That's already fucking... I would. Happy. I will never do that shit in my life, bro. Me neither. Like, if I'm ever at someone's place and they're like, yo, boys, look what I got out. The second that shit gets pulled out, I'm like, later. Yeah. I'm leaving. I don't care whose fucking That's house it is. for trouble. I don't care who... I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> I will never participate in that shit. Oh, ever. fuck. You're the SpongeBob meme where it's like, I... <laughs> and Dude, he's getting up off the couch <laughs> instantly I would be like if you guys are even don't even bring that shit in the same room as me for real uh, but the story goes when they finished they placed the board into the kitchen pantry my mom was home alone that weekend as her roommates returned to Antonito to visit family she was watching TV when she heard a loud knock at the door she went to the door but nobody was there she returned to the couch and began watching TV again suddenly there was another knock 
Still, there was no one at the door. A few minutes later, my mom heard another knock, this time from the very pantry where the Ouija board was placed. My mother stayed up all night, frightened and listened to the knocking in the pantry. Terrified, she called her friends to come and pick up the Ouija board. So apparently that knocking just continued. Fuck that. Wow. And since hunting season's upon us, for all you fucking hunters, I hope this scares the shit out of you while you're in the mountains. The red fox with the red ribbon. My great-grandfather and his father... Or, no, my great-grandfather and his brother were hunting in the valley many years ago looking for deer. While searching for deer, the two men came across a little red fox. The fox, oddly, had a ribbon tied around its neck. The two men decided to shoot the fox. They hit the fox, injuring it while it ran off into the distance. The fox limped away into bushes nearby. My great-grandfather and his brother followed the fox, but was nowhere to be found. What they did find was an old woman with the same red ribbon tied around her neck laying in the bushes. The two went for help, and when they returned, the woman had vanished. What the fuck? That can't be legit. Dude. I don't know about the supernatural, man. Holy shit. You think it was like a shapeshifter, bro, from fucking, uh, what's that place called? Do you know those fuckers? Remember that thing where they were saying how uh, those things get to know you, or they take on the spirit of an animal? Skin crawlers? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've seen some videos of those fuckers. Dude. You think those are legit? Apple, I've seen Appalachia some is fucking shit, crazy, though. dude. It's old there. It's old fucking history in those mountains. Yeah, dude. I have one more story, but it's not like a scary one. It's just kind of like a, like a huh, like that's a mystery. Interesting. Um, I'll save it for the end because it'll kind of like purge all of these scary fucking ones. Okay. <laughs> There's one more from the valley, I guess, that was sent in, and it's yeah, called. Do the, that one, and then we'll do that. Okay. It's called the goat at the door. It's a cold, it's a short one. On a cold, blistery night, my great-grandfather was playing cards with with family and friends. Suddenly, he heard a strange knock at the door. He thought nothing of it and thought maybe it was another uh, player joining the party. Come in, he yelled. And if you guys know anything, you know, these fucking old Hispanic fuckers are always just, Hey, it's open! Come in! Come in! Yeah, and that's how they talk. But anyway, he says, come in, he yelled. The door slowly crept open, yet no one was at the door. After a few moments, a goat walked into the house. Taken aback, my grandfather rushed to shoot that, uh, shoo the animal out of the house. Many believe goats have close ties to witchcraft and even uh, a cult. I thought you were going to say he got up and shot the goat <laughs> instantly. I thought that's what you said. I thought it was going to go to When you said shoo away, I thought yeah. you said he shot it. I, I thought it was a typo, but it's really just shoo. Okay. Oh. Uh, Dude, that'd be. can you imagine that? Like, what if me and you right now were doing the pod just chilling, and our door opened? Yeah. And there was no one there. What would you do? I'd fuck. In an apartment complex, bro? Uh, I don't know. I'd have the priest come, Mike. Dude, I... Legit, like... <laughs> paranormal shit, bro, I'll move. I'll fuck Yeah. Move. I can't, dude. I can't. I'm, I'm done. I need to be fucking comfortable in my home. That's like a must. <laughs> that's a fucking... That's a requirement. You need to feel safe. Yeah. All right, you want me to end it with sure, this last let one? Let me see. I'm trying to I'm trying to find something, but I guess not. I guess there's nothing out there. Go for it. I've been meaning to tell you this one for a while. This one doesn't really fit into like paranormal, but it's just like weird. Um, this is considered like the most convincing evidence of time travel. So there's this guy. His name was Sir Sergei Ponomarenko. 
and he randomly just fucking showed up in Kiev, Ukraine in 2006. Like, he randomly just, like, appeared. And he was wearing these old-ass clothes from, like, the 1950s. So he didn't, like, fit with anyone. Like, all these people, like, were modern, and this fucker's, like, walking around with, like, clothes from, like, you know, the 50s. And so a police officer got suspicious, and they went up, and they approached him, and they were, like, you know, like, what are you, like, you seem odd, like, you know, you know, just, like, asking him questions, trying to see what the hell's up. Yeah. And he said he was just, like, confused and dazed, and he, like, didn't really know where he was. And so they started questioning him, and they told him, like, well, empty out your pockets. Like, you know, what's your name? Like, do you have ID? Do you have ID- identification? And he didn't have any identification or anything. All he had was a camera. Mm-hmm. Because he was on a date with his girlfriend from the 1950s. They were just strolling and taking pictures when he all of a sudden ended up here in 2006. So they had him empty his pockets and they got the camera and they said, you know, these. he's told them, he's like, these photos aren't developed. I just took them. And they're like, all right, buddy, sure. And so they took him in for questioning and they developed the photos on the camera and on the picture is a picture of the guy wearing the same exact outfit with a girl in the picture in a black and white photo from like the 1950s okay and so they're like what the fuck this is like weird they're like how did you get here he's like he's like he's like i don't know just like like not really answering shit and so they asked him they're like well who's the lady in the picture like what's her name and so he tells her their name her name the cops go and they look her her name up right and they find her name and they track her back to living in Kiev, Ukraine in the 1950s. Same girl, same picture, same name, everything in the 19 fucking 50s. And they go back to get Sergey because they just had him in a room for questioning. Yeah. And this whole thing's recorded. So how do they, how are they able to like communicate with him? He just knows English. Well, they're, they're, they're police officers from Ukraine. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So he was, yeah. They're all from. The I'm following same. now. I'm following. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Where was I? I was sorry. Um, I was stuck. I was like, this fucker just appeared in Alamosa. <laughs> no, <laughs> I no. was stuck in the valley. My bad. Oh yeah. So they went back to like question him and be like, like get some more answers. And there's footage of him like kind of like pacing around in the room. And then he enters one of the side rooms, and they never saw him again. That last video footage of him just like going into that side room and disappearing is the last known. Video of Sergei Pomomarenko. People say this is the most convincing case of time travel today, but they do claim there's a lot of like, like holes in the story and almost like gaps where the full story they feel like it wasn't fully told. Like what? Just like you know specifics. Like it seems almost as if it's a little bit fabricated. Like that definitely was a guy, and like the cops did question him, and he did disappear and all this shit, but. I don't know. Damn. That's what they say is like one of the most convincing forms of time travel, but wow. I don't know if I believe it, but it's an interesting story. It's an interesting story. It's I would shit so like, myself huh. if someone came with a camera undeveloped and then tracked it back to the same exact lady from the same exact area. I don't know. Definitely weird. I don't know if I believe it. It's probably just like some made up fiction story that someone claimed was true, but I still thought it was an interesting like read. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's something that where it's like it excites the imagination. Like sure. if that's like legit, I was like, holy shit, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but we'll never know, dude. I don't know, man. 
The supernatural is just insane. I don't like it. Do you remember when they fucking found that horse that was stripped? Like, it had been, like, all its organs had been taken out with, like, surgical precision and shit. Oh, that's like, witches, 2012. bro. That's witches. They said that shit was aliens. Aliens? They think it's aliens because it had such surgical oh, like precision. like, perfect procedure? Yeah. They were like that no surgeon out there could have held the horse down and, like, done all of it. Because apparently they were able to find that the horse was alive while this was all happening. Holy shit. Yeah. They found evidence of, like, trauma where, like, the horse was being held. But the precision was so, like, perfect. They were like, what could have held this humongous fucking animal down? And done it accurately. And done it accurately. Well, I know it's not those fucking little aliens that they showed off in Mexico. Bro, those fucking little twigs aren't. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe enough. that those are actually real aliens. I think they just brought those fuckers out and were just like, "Yo, why?" I think they're trying to. Why the fuck us. would the Mexican government care though? Why would they try to fuck with us? Because I saw the Nelk boys even ask Canelo about the aliens. They're all Canelo. What do you think about like the aliens that your you know your country showed off? Like, what do you think of it? He's all, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Canelo didn't give not one shit. He's all, I'm here to fight. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, his you can't probably get too off top. I mean, he's right before a fight. But I don't, bro. All these governments are all in cahoots with one another. So the way oh, I shout think Canelo too. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh yeah, for yeah. the dub. Anyway, good job. But yeah, <laughs> all of these governments are probably all in cahoots and like just try and make this sort of thing so it distracts us. But that's what I think of it. Because there's no way that these small little fuckers are the ones that we're afraid of. Unless that plate that they had in their chest could let them like lift shit with their mind. Or something, I don't know. It's the only explanation. But I'm like, if we're able to kill them and fucking... That's what I mean. Is I'm like, alright, you're saying that we have the skill and technology to beat this race that was able to fly from billions of light years away to make it to our planet, and then we fuck them up? No, No, bro. If there's ever is actually aliens, we'll just be their slaves. Yeah. That's why I won't ever believe... I'll believe that there might have been aliens previously and that they're not here no more. If there's good enough evidence, that I might believe. But the fact, if you want me to think that there's aliens that can travel at light speeds and go to different galaxies and they're just like not fucking us up, no. Yeah. The only thing that might be convincing is the when they say aliens were here, they just wanted us to develop, help us, helped us get to where we are. And then we're like, cool, you guys are going to live and survive. Continue on. They might need to keep a watchful eye on us for a couple more years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Before we nuke our fucking that's why selves. They, that's why they... Uh, imagine if they come back and they're like, we gave you guys Everything perfect. you needed. Yeah. We figured out, this is just how you make clean water. We didn't think you were going to make all this shit. What's this? They pick up the iPhone and it's like, it's the new iPhone 15, man. No. What's this app? And they click on OnlyFans. <laughs> See all these <laughs> fucking bitches. They'd be like, we got to exterminate these fuckers. They've gone too far. <laughs> they see all these fucking dudes being simps and shit for real they'd be like you guys used to be savages feared you guys used to be cavemen fucking killing woolly mammoths with your bare hands and now you guys can't even fucking break a nail <laughs> for real <laughs> that's actually how it is though it's funny imagine they were like we're only gonna spare the strongest ones and they just spared Brian Shaw <laughs> they just spared all the world's strongest men people they'd fucking eat them protein for real. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had. Did you have any other ones, bro? Or you want to call it there? We're at an hour 15. Yeah. I think we're good. Hopefully you guys had a good little spooky time. Yeah. I think we gave them a good good pod. Good few stories. Just uh, I know a lot of our listeners are from the Valley. So 
if there is any validity to any of these stories, y'all reach out, tell us about them. Yeah. Or if you have any of your own personal stories, don't be afraid to share them. I'd love to listen to them because it's kind of just interesting to know about the history there. Or even if you've heard about some of the stories we brought up, like the golden nugget one or the goat walking into the house, like D was saying, like if you've heard those two, just from like random gossip in the Valley, because I know everyone in the Valley knows every fucking thing about everyone. Yeah, exactly. You've probably heard these stories already. So yeah, let us know. Uh, Any last send offs, D, before I... No, uh, just continue to follow the Off The Rip Podcast Instagram. I saw you guys uh, did a number and liked our post up to 10 likes. New record? New record. (laughs) I know that seems so small and so insignificant to a lot of people, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. One day it might be a bigger number, but uh, here's to hoping. Appreciate y'all. Love you guys for riding with us and listening to us. Uh, without further ado, I'll let Mike take us uh, take us away. Yep, follow the pod. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this creepy edition of this podcast for the month of October. New episodes for, you know, the coming weeks. We got some guests planned coming up in the coming uh, pods, so stay tuned for that. But without further ado, we'll catch you guys next Tuesday with a new episode of Off the Rip. Let's go! The world we know.